we open up onto Kanto by zooming in through the window of Tazi's place, Twilight Tazi's place, of course, through the diner, through the stage, up into the upper apartment where the family is gathered around the table, where I will now describe them for fan artists to draw. Of course, the table is round, showing uh, equality, also the good deal that Tazi got on it. Tazi's still wearing her typical purple and white gold sparkle starlight robes. Her husband, Zell, who has a pale tan colored robe with coffee cream-like swirls moving across of it. And then there's Bino wearing his olive green robe with his utility belt, his uh, utility vest, all the gear he has for being a police officer on Kanto Bay. He has a shift coming up, so he's got to be ready. Um, did you ever have any ideas about what the symbol of Kanto Bite would be? No, not really. That's a that's a good okay. uh, good question. Um, the one I I thought of would be that it's a kind of a stylized starship looking thing flying through, you know, the the galaxy. But if you turn it around, like turn it upside down, it's actually a Chadrafan silhouette, like a head. <laughs> I like it. That's perfect. So he's sitting there all ready, uh, kitted up and ready to go. Then there's Tazi's other two children. 15-year-old Nena. She's wearing a uh, steel blue cloak, but over it a denim vest that has uh, patches and pins affixed all across it. The most prominent patches are um, one for one of her favorite bands called the Afterburners, spelled A F T E R B U R N R Z. The other one is for her other favorite band called Phase Off, F A Z E slash O F F. She also has one that's her favorite patch, which is a Rodian head, and for some reason the eyes have peace symbols in them instead. Of the buttons, there are two most prominent ones on the front um, that you can read at quite a distance. Uh, They're both round. One is blue with white text that for some reason says, if you can't supply it, deny it. (laughs) And then the other one is one that looks like one of Click's campaign pins from the last mayoral race. and it says in the same color scheme, same font, it says, Conclick Kachak says, don't think for yourself. <laughs> She's sitting there with her arms crossed, looking irritated, which leaves us one last Jawa. Tell me about the Jawa. Uh, so her name is Rezi. She is 12. We agreed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she is wearing, it's kind of a similar color to her father, um, like a beigey, like a light beige uh think like safari gear kind of color um but it does have like a slight pattern think kind of zebra but just in a very faint um i don't even know what to call it kind of like a muddy green color and uh she has she does have um the utility belt bandolier thing on like most jawas traditionally did um but her pockets aren't really filled with like tools or anything it's like Things that she thought were neat that she picked up outside, um, <laughs> you know, different leaves and stuff that she thinks is like the, you know, might be a medicinal thing or, you know, things that she's just trying to categorize. Um, and um, she does also have like a rather large looking sort of hunting knife strapped to it, too. 
Uh, she has, and uh, she has one of her eyes, or, or you know, little photo receptor, receptor goggle things. Um, one of her glowy eyes is uh, red, and the other one's green. Nice. We're, we still don't know why Jawa's eyes closed. Okay. And now we've just made it more confusing. Tazi motions the family to come closer at the table while she um, sits up straight and gives a very solemn presentation. A long time ago, the first Jawas loaded themselves into a star crawler to seek out a better life. It was a long and arduous journey, but eventually those first Jawas landed on a new world. The first months were difficult, as the Jawas struggled to build the colony out of the ruined remains of their star crawler. Um, if the star crawler was nothing but ruined remains, doesn't that mean they crashed rather than landed? Nana, let your mother finish the story. Ahem, <laughs> where was I? Oh, right. So, the Jawas struggled to build a colony out of the ruined remains of the Starcrawler. The water supply was running low, and while the Jawas had built a purifier for the polluted lake, it was missing a key component. That's when the great Jawa leader, Zanpora, went on a dangerous quest to retrieve the missing piece. Through great skill and cunning, he scavenged the missing pump crank and brought it back to the colony. The Jawas were able to purify the polluted water and survive, which inspired other Jawas to travel throughout the galaxy. That's why every year we celebrate Cranksgiving. As you know, the Jawa who brings back the most interesting or useful piece of scavenging in the family gets to issue a request to the whole family that everyone must abide by. Now, this is Rezzy's first year she's allowed to participate in Cranksgiving, so be easy on her, okay? And remember, you only have 24 hours to scavenge and place your entry in the Cranksgiving hopper. Now, I'll be preparing the traditional Zan pan, so you'll have lots of time to try and beat me. We can't beat you if you're the judge every year. Nana, shush. You shush, Bino. Kids, kids, settle down. Okay, good luck. Tazi gets up. Zell gets up. Beno gets up. They all gotta get to work. Leaving uh, Rezzy and Nana to sit at the table by themselves. Can you believe it? Believe what? That we're doing this stupid Jawa holiday again? Yeah, I can believe it. We do it every year. I don't. <laughs> she like raises both her arms up real high. <sighs> Rezzy, how many times I gotta tell you this? Mom wins every year. She spends all year looking through junk that comes through the, the spaceport for the coolest piece of thing. And then she hides it like all year long and then she magically comes across it right before the time's up for the Thanksgiving hopper and then what does she do she uses her one request to make us all dress up nice and take a family photo it's the same stupid thing every single year but Nana you're thinking about it wrong if you know what she's doing why don't we just find what she hid I tried that Two years ago, and I couldn't do it. Do you know why? Because I wasn't here to help. No, because <laughs> she's friends with Kobe. And that means you have to be very good at keeping secrets or whatever, okay? So it's like, look, I know this is like your first Thanksgiving or whatever, but just, you're probably better off, like, I don't know, watching TV or something. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not, I'm not doing it this year. 
No, no, come on. It's Thanksgiving. Go on a hunt. It's not a hunt, it's a scavenger. A scavenger. Uh. Finish the word. <laughs> Rezzy, think this through, okay? Listen to this stupid story, right? It's like, ooh, the star crawler. It's just a bunch of Jawas. They landed on Duros, which is a polluted, horrible crap planet. And then they built a purifier. And Zanpura, who wasn't the Jawa leader, he's just some stinky Jawa thief, stole some stupid part that they couldn't, you know, build or whatever. And they made the water less sludgy so they didn't die on it. Like, that's not, that's not something to aspire to, okay? I thought mom was all about, like, not living the trash life. And then, uh, Thanksgiving. Ugh, fine, I'll help you find your stupid piece or whatever. Yes. Okay. So, if we can't find what she hid, then we have to find something outrageously good. I suppose you made a stupid list. I, in fact, did make us. No. <laughs> I made a list. <laughs> As Rezu sets the list on the table, there are three Cranksgiving part options. Or, or you could add more if you if you want, but I just I have thought of three. No, go for <clears> it. One says, one Victor Vimthrottle's pod racing pit. Why Victor Vimthrottle? Because he does the flashy stuff. Yeah, but he's terrible. Ah, whatever. But it's flashy. Two, the New Galactic University construction site. Construction began about three weeks ago, and there's a whole bunch of lifters and droids and all sorts of excavators just there's a ton of stuff there really you're gonna steal from the university site technically it's a construction site until they're done <laughs> three the exile cannon um you're gonna steal the whole cannon mom built that she might notice i'm not gonna steal the whole cannon that wouldn't be a very good crank okay whatever um, i'll just Fine, those are all fine, I guess. Just pick one and we'll go and try to make something. Well, you seem to have the least amount of contempt for the idea of the cannon. Well, I mean, like, uh, I don't know. The, the cannon seems kind of barbaric. Like, why we launch people we don't like into space? Like, that's that seems wrong, you know? Like, oh, okay, cool. Let's we can do that then. We can we can stick it to the man, like you said. Mm, sticking it to the man. I do kind of like sticking it to the man. And the man is Old Man Kachak! I know that you don't like him! Mmm, <laughs> this whole place is fueled by his ego. Nana, we can cripple his oppression cannon. <laughs> Ooh, oppression cannon's a good name for it. And also a good name for a band! Nana, those are your two favorite things! <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'm getting my tool back. I'll be right back. Yes! I'm gonna grab my gun. Stomps off. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what does Rezzy's room look like? Um, it's got like a lot of pictures that well, first off, there's like some pictures that were done like by professional like sketch, you know, field sketching. Mm -hmm. And then there's some that she did herself of like the different um fauna around uh Kanto bite. They're not very good. But she's getting better. Um <laughs> There's also like a couple small trophies and like little trinkets um, that Gager gave her to kind of like help encourage her her desire to become, as her specialization is, a big game hunter. 
And uh, what kind of blaster is she packing? It is not a blaster. It is a slug thrower. And it is a Model 57 <laughs> Homesteader hunting rifle. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, scavenged, bought, stolen, or built? I probably want to say that it was a gift from Gager. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, you get your stuff. Anything else you want to do in there before you... Uh, she grabs a compass. <laughs> An old-timey magnetic compass. <laughs> and shoves it into one of the pockets. And you hear like a little bit of rustling of leaves. She reaches her hand and pulls out the handful of leaves, <laughs> drops it on the ground, and puts the compass inside instead, and then rushes back out. <laughs> uh, Nena has a sling pack full of tools. It also is covered in patches. Man, Nena, you have so many patches. Yeah, it's it's whatever. Yeah, you can have one if you want. I got extras. Really? Yeah, I guess you could, like it's like it could be a great Thanksgiving present or something. Um, here, um, here. She reaches into her room, just grabs one at random, and tosses it to her. Yes. Uh, let's see. What does it look like? It looks like um, <laughs> I want to say it should be like borderline inappropriate for a twelve-year-old. <laughs> um, it's um like a a happy-looking human, and it says spice makes everything nice. <laughs> yes. This is so cool, Nana. Thanks. Uh, she, yeah, come on. She she reaches into like her bag and like pulls out like a pith helmet-looking thing and sticks it to the side. <laughs> all right so they head off and go into um geez does kanto by have public trans transport hmm i'm sure it has to yeah is it <laughs> is it a fleet of like municipal taxis that are all piloted by like up-and-coming pod racers and so they're always ridiculous oh that's that's very much what it is <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't that's that's the best idea for anything <laughs> so they get into some horrible um taxi guy who's like racing some other taxi guy <laughs> but that's why their public transportation is so efficient they're all trying to race each other yeah, yeah this is the argument that i assume reyna and click get into on a like uh once every six months basis about <laughs> the efficiency of the system when it's working and then uh, cross-reference with the number of crashes that could be avoided. But the important thing is that efficiency doesn't go down when there are crashes. Look, people get hurt. Ugh. They're completely different metrics. Um, okay, so you ride this um, ridiculous taxi at full speed all the way across towards the closest point you can get before you can get to the exile cannon, because I assume it is not public access. Yeah, not really. Um... Jeez, oh, I, I assume it's probably some like dingy warehouse or something that just happens to be out in the area. And then presumably there's like a like a length of open space, you know, for the military to keep an eye out on it or something. Yeah. The uh the, the racer's like, ah, or the racer, the taxi driver's like, uh, can't believe I lost to that guy. He stinks. But anyway, are you sure you kids are okay uh being out here in a warehouse by yourself? Yep. By the way, if he stinks, how did you lose? Hey. You just, she jumps out. Nana <laughs> <laughs> um. it looks like she wants to say something, can't think of anything, just throws the credits in the front of the, like, of the seat. <laughs> like a big splay of loose credits. And he's like, ah! And then she jumps out. That's a very good diversionary tactic. 
if someone does come at you and you do that kind of thing with really anything in your pockets, like, here, I've got some pebbles, and if I throw them randomly, it distracts them and I can escape. Yeah, Uncle Jinko once told me to always have a fistful of loose credits to throw. Hmm, maybe I should talk to Uncle Jinko more. Maybe he's also got some good ideas. Well, if you can put up with Gager, you can probably put up with anybody. Hey, what's wrong with Uncle Gager? Well, A, he's not our uncle. I don't know why you can call him that. Why do you call Uncle Jinko Uncle Jinko? Well, I mean, at least he's like, you know, went on those adventures with Mom or whatever. So, like, it kind of makes sense. Gage is just like a weird old drawl who, like, talks too much. He's got the best stories! Both hands raised in the air again. <laughs> that story about how he crawled into a dead wampa to keep warm in the hot tundra is the grossest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Not to mention cruel to the wampa. There's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can only fix you like a little bit at a time. I can't, I can't fix that right now. I'm just, okay. Um, at least we're sticking it to the man. I'm going to take that as a win. So, problem number two. How are we going to get over there? She points at the cannon. We prowl. <laughs> okay, I don't think we can prowl that far. It's like half a mile. It's only half a mile. We're not even carrying any giant heavy bags. I think we can do this. You really want to prowl on our hands and knees all the way across? No, no, that's not the only way you can prowl. You weren't even looking when I was showing you my prowls earlier, were you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. Okay. Okay, uh, well, the prowls are like a solid plan K. Um, maybe we could just like steal a speeder or something. Like, somebody's gotta go out there, right? Yes. You're right. And the important thing is that we blend in. Alright, let's roll... Um, some sort of knowledge check to see what they know about how the Exile Cannon operates. Uh, the only thing I have a rank in is Xenology, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, I wanna give... Netta has a base one, uh, she has a base three intellect. And one rank in just general knowledge from education. Mm -hmm. So I've got a yellow, two green. Anything you want to add on top of that? Uh, I'm just a blue. Okay. So go ahead and roll this. Yellow, two green, one blue. Uh, against two purple, one black because of the typical secrecy that would go along with it. Okay. Three success. All right. This is what you know about the area. One, there are patrol probe droids that uh, circle around. They're not like the most advanced, most high tech, but they are there to just keep an eye on the on the place. Two, there are by clicks mandate physical guards who must sit out by the cannon. <laughs> um, and per mandate, they a cannot be the laziest guards. <laughs> B cannot be the stupidest guards. C cannot be the guards with the worst shot. <laughs> D cannot be the newest guards. E cannot be the oldest guards. <laughs> Basically, he has taken every precaution to make sure that all the ways that he has manipulated gaps in security cannot be manipulated now. I like that he cares about um, his exile cannon. <laughs> I think those rules about guarding important things are probably just generic to anything that's important. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> it's like they have to be adequately trained and, and good at their jobs. The worst guards should be immediately fired. 
until you're not sure who the worst one is. Yeah. <laughs> so you want a general baseline of mediocrity that's like medium decently good. Unless they're all amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how much you're going to pay them. You already have your budget. <laughs> <laughs> then you better get used to mediocrity. <laughs> Why are we singing? I don't know, but it's a good jam. I'm writing this down. <laughs> anyway, come back to the present. Okay. Well, alright. So, like... The probes are easy. They are? Yeah. Okay, like, I know you like to roll around in the dirt or whatever, but I'm pretty sure probes don't fall for, you know, leaves and stuff. First off, they do. And secondly, of course that's <laughs> not what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, then what are you thinking? Uh, I need a good name for her gun. And I'm open to ideas. Um, well, per, per my personal rules for naming things, Mm-hmm. Um, I just, whatever the first name I think of is it. Okay. After years of having struggled with names. Um, so I'm going to say Diogenes. <laughs> okay. And B, or two, whichever I said, <laughs> our solution is Diogenes. <laughs> okay, your stupid slug throw can't crack the thing of a military-grade pump droid. Can if I have a good enough shot. Right between the eyes. Wow. <sighs> or or through the eye. Is yours like propellant based or magnetic? Propellant. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Uh, let me see a bullet. Uh, she unloads one from the chamber. No, looks at it. The one thing you know about Nena is that the reason she clashes so much with Tazi is that they are too alike. <laughs> and you know Nana is already trying to figure out how to make some kind of crazy contraption work, but she also is at a stage in her life where she is actively trying to resist those impulses, so you're probably going to have to try to convince her to do it. Nana! Nope, impossible, sorry. Nana! What? Do a cool thing! Both hands in the air again. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no cool thing to do, okay? It's like, it's just a bullet. What do you want me to do with it? Well, what? Why'd you want to see the bullet? Um, I don't know. They're shining. Come on. That's not it, Nana. I'm going to use this as my Thanksgiving entry. <laughs> <laughs> Nana. <laughs> if you won't talk to me, will you talk to Mr. Crate Dragon? <laughs> she pulls out like a stuffed animal that she clearly made herself. Uh, this isn't volunteer time at the children's center. Mr. Crate says you can be great. <laughs> Fine, I could attach the restraining bolt to it, so if you could get the shot, then we could control it, okay? Oh. That is so cryo. Let's do it. Don't say cryo. People don't say that anymore. Oh. No. <laughs> now they, they say did. carbonite. Carbonite? Yeah, you know, frozen carbonite. Come, come on, keep up. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yellow, two green for a mechanics check. It's going to be three purple because it is technically a contraption roll. Yellow, two green, three purple. Yeah. Anything you want to add? Nope. 
three success and three threats. Okie dokie. It works, but um, you can tell just by the weight of how um, Netta has altered the slug that it's not going to spiral and go the way that you normally would expect it to. So it's going to be a black when you fire it. Okay. Okay, whatever. Here's your stupid bullet. Yes. Cool bullet. <laughs> Are we really going to have to, like, crawl? Well, no, of course not. Why would you crawl if there's no predators around? All right, so we're just going to walk across? Well, yeah, I mean, the speeders are, are cool, but, I mean, they're loud and people will see them. That's true. We are short, I guess. We're Jawas. And Uncle Gager says that being Jawas is the greatest natural defense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this. The proud hunter crosses the wasteland. Keep an eye out for other pressures. <laughs> what are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? I'm narrating. Narrating what? Never mind, just what are you gonna do? My wildlife documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Behind her, uh, you see Netta's putting on headphones. No. <laughs> the alpha of the pack must remain vigilant, as the rest of the herd loses all ability to pay attention to their surroundings. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do more? Or are you are you good? No, I'm good for now. Okay. So you walk for a bit, maybe about halfway there, and then you hear whoom, 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 whoom. I tap Nana on the shoulder and point down. Point down? What do you mean? Like, lay down. <laughs> Get down. Drop. Hide. <laughs> she goes, What? <laughs> she shoves her. Hey! Hey! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and then the, the headphones fall off, and then she realizes whoom, whoom, whoom. I mean, uh, don't say Griff, it's a bad word. Too late. Griff. <laughs> I'll look it up later. <laughs> Alright. Alright, Rezzy. Now's the time to shine. Probe Droid is getting within medium range, so what do you want to do? I'm going to shoot it, because my gun can go up to long range. <laughs> so medium's two. So my base attack, or my attack roll for a heavy range is one yellow and one green. This weapon is accurate one, so I get a blue. And I'm also going to aim, and that's going to be against two purple. And one black. Oh. For the bullet modification. Right. Uh, three success. All right, narrate it. <laughs> So she's kind of laying on top of Nena right now because she tackled her, right? <laughs> right. And then she kind of side, sidles off slightly, but still leaning on her. And she pulls out Diogenes and like basically she's using her as like a, a sniper mount. <laughs> mm -hmm. And like she looks through the scope with the, the red eye and you can like you can hear like a little bit of like clicking and whirring. As she has, she clearly has modifications to the, like her her visual receptacles. Mm -hmm. And then she starts she starts narrating again. Unaware of what's about to happen, the hapless probe droid hovers aimlessly through the open air, 
when our fierce predator strikes. As you squeezes the trigger. <laughs> Get off. Then it shoves her off. Whoa. And then she opens up her backpack really quickly and gets up the, the control for the, the uh, restraining bolt. Alright. We're safe. Phew. Good job, Nana. Yeah, whatever. Good shot, I guess. Teamwork. We did it. You didn't have to say that whole stupid thing, Predator. Were you going to eat it? You, you want to maybe scrap it? What, the droid? There might be parts in there we could use. Uh, maybe, but I'm afraid that if we scrap it, they'll just send someone else to come out and investigate it. Uncle Jinko once told me that the best way to, like, sneak into something is to keep things as normal as possible. Oh, okay. Plus, we can scrap it later, like, as a distraction or something. I mean, I'm definitely gonna scrap it at some point, because, you know, like, row, row, fight the power. Yes! But, like, just maybe not right now. Also, shoot, is that one of those restraining bolts where I put my initials on it? Ugh. Gotta think about this. You may have to scrap it regardless! Uh, why do I put my initials on restraining bolts? This is stupid. All right, you got about a quarter mile to go. We continue traipsing about. You've gotten much closer now to the base of the Exile Cannon. From here, you can see the guard shack, um, which is actually fairly decent sized. It has a um, like a mounted tripod blaster on the top. It's got some siren horns. It's got um, macro and electro binocular telescopes on the top. And what seems to be a full sensor sweep. There are three officers assigned inside, and they do, in fact, look pretty vigilant, although they are chatting amongst each other. You're far enough away now that um, you're confident you're not going to get picked up on any sensors, but you can't get much closer, and you're probably, hmm, I don't know, 300 feet away still from the, the guard tower. I wish I could get those macro binoculars. That was, like, really cool. What the? You want to steal them? I mean, uh, scavenge them? I mean, yeah, but I don't think this is a good time. I mean, we've got bigger fish to fries. That's, uh, I, yeah, never mind. Um, okay, well, like, what do we do now? I don't think we should shoot them. No. <laughs> I don't think I know what to do with bodies of peoples. <laughs> oh, I do, but, like, I don't want to do that. You know how to use the entire people? Nah. What? No. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I just... Use it? No, I just meant hide it. Okay, oh. I think we <laughs> Gross. Wouldn't eat a person, a human, or... Uh, like, there's two humans that are already in, okay? Like... Uh, okay, okay, okay. Let, let's let's stop and think about this for a second. Okay. We don't really need to take care of them. We just have to make sure they don't see us or care about us, right? Right. So, we just have to hit the sensors and then sneak. But when we hit the sensors, it's going to cause, like, an issue. Because, like, they'll wonder why the sensors are broken. Okay, do your, um, restraining bolts explode? <laughs> no! Why not? They're restraining bolts, why would they explode? That doesn't even make sense. Then, uh, why wouldn't you of all people put in a way to make them blow up? Um, because I have micro-explosives to do that. Why would I put it on the same thing? That's stupid. Because then we'd have to go back and attach it to the droid. Wait, you have micro-explosives? Oh, yeah, it's a well, not on me, because, like, 
My mom found him one time and I got in a lot of trouble, so, no, no. you know. We're breaking into a government what? facility. Why wouldn't you bring micro-explosives? <laughs> because I left them at school, okay? Ugh. Oh, that's fair. Okay. What do you, what can you tell me about... School's the best place to hide explosives. <laughs> what can you tell me about sensors? I don't know, they sense things. But how? Um, she looks up. Yes, those are probably like infrared. You know, they'll detect heat signatures, motion, probably anything that'll like you know just give them the idea to come look at this in this direction with the macro binoculars. Is what my guess is. Okay, but there has to be some level of tolerance, right? Yeah, I guess you don't want a bunch of false positives, but I don't know what that level would be. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Nana? Never, never, ever. Be proud. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna work. It, does, it will if we move, if we prowl slow enough. Not if it, get, not if it detects heat. You're gonna go so slow you're cold? Well, it's pretty warm. Besides, our robes are pretty thick. That won't help. <laughs> Dummy. Uh, this is stupid. Can't we just take the probe droid? Can't you just turn that in? You know mom's not gonna be you anyway, okay? Uh, I want it from the big gun. <laughs> okay, what can you do with the restraining bolt? Well, nothing. I... Just stops them, okay? Right? Right. Okay. Then let's... I, I guess I could use my real remote droid. Ooh, what's it do? I don't know, it's like a slicer or whatever. Nana, you have a slicer droid. Yeah, so it was like a stupid school project, okay? It's like not a big deal. It's so cool. It's not. It's just a slicer droid, okay? It's just whatever. Nana, you can slice the sensors. <laughs> hands up. <laughs> Put your hands down. Oops. <laughs> okay, fine. Um. Okay, this is what I think we can probably do, okay? I can probably have the droid slice part of the sensors because, again... Mom worked on it, so it's probably gonna be like pretty slice proof because you know Kobe or whatever. But you know Kobe has like kind of a certain way he he does things. So like if you just kind of slice differently, like in microaggressions, like you can kind of get around it. You know I don't, but that sounds really cool. Okay, like my point is like I can probably do enough so that we can prowl, prowl. <laughs> no, no, you said it. <laughs> Whatever, it's not a big deal, okay? Shut up. <laughs> so she unzips the backpack, pulls out a remote. Um, <laughs> I want this to be... Look, it, ha it very much looks like she's worked very hard on it. Dana, <laughs> <laughs> you're amazing. Shut up. I think the paint scheme is... Um, mm, oh, okay, I know what it is. It's black and white. It has two photoreceptors that are very clear, and one looks like it has a monocle. <laughs> uh, two little manipulator arms come out, and then it bows and goes, Ah, greetings. How may I be of service to you today? Nana, Nana. <laughs> She's like shaking her shoulders. What? It just has a basic AI. It's not a big deal. Shut up. Nana, it's amazing. Griff. <laughs> 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 That's not what that means. Shut up. Okay. Um. Shoot. What would what would she name this thing? Hmm. 
Okay, I know what it is. Okay, Mr. Dobson. <laughs> yes. Yes, mistress. I need you to go hack that sensor and um, just adjust the tolerance levels enough so that we can prowl our way across. Hmm, I see. Could you please give me an example of said prowling? Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, roll the prowl. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be stealth. Yes. And what do you want me to roll against? Um, a black. Let me just check here. Okay, uh, so I am a yellow, a green, and a blue because I'm a Rankin stalker versus one black. <laughs> Three success and an advantage. Okay, so Mr. Dobson is going to get a very accurate reading on um, how to calibrate the sensors. What your, is your advantage? Um, we can move faster than we originally planned on our prowl. Like, he'll be able to get the motion part, like the, the tolerance level on that fairly, <laughs> fairly high. Okay. <clears throat> while he's, while uh, Rezzy's doing it, then it's like... You're never going to be able to move that fast. Like, that's not, that's too quick. Mr. Dobson goes, Calibration complete. I'll see you in a few moments. <laughs> Weird. Then, uh, Mr. Dobson's really cool. Yeah, okay, whatever. Like, let's just do this, okay? Um, how, how do you prowl? Okay, so the trick is to move fluidly. Fluid enough that you don't really have to think about your mov movements. You need to keep, you know, a consistent pace. But not like walking, you know? Like when you walk, you like bounce and stuff. This you want to kind of like glide. Glide and slither. Okay? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I can do it. Pretend you just tagged Old Man Kachak's mansion, right? And there's spotlights okay. sweeping around. And you have a low wall mm -hmm. that you're hiding behind. And you need to move the whole length of the wall. Think about walking like that, okay? Mm. But if it's Old Man Kachak, wouldn't he be walking on top of the wall, pacing back and forth, going, Oh, when I find the hoodlum that did this, I'll make them repaint everything from the ground up. I don't think he talks like that. In fact, I'm pretty sure he just yells at people to do that. Oh, whatever. Okay, um, I'm gonna give it a try. Alright, so for her, her demonstrative prowl, <laughs> let's see, uh, she only got two green in agility. <laughs> so, roll this for me, two green against one black. Success and a threat. Um, it looks okay, it's just a lot slower. No, no, you prowled. Great. Just so. The Crank's giving miracle. Nah, nah. This is a transferable skill. Hands raised. <laughs> Hands down. Oops. Uh. <laughs> All right. Lead the way. Yes. Okay. Difficulty. Three purple, one black, because Nana is slow. Are we group rolling this? Yes. Okay. So yellow, green, and two blue versus three purple and a black. One success and one advantage. All right. <laughs> You prowl. Together, the two huntresses make their way to their quarry. <laughs> you sneak right up to the booth. Um, you wait. You crawl past the booth. You go over to a access ladder. You climb up the side of the access ladder, and now you're at the base of the exile cannon. 
it is a lot bigger than you ever realized. I mean, you've seen the exile cannon from far away. Uh -huh. You've even watched it fire somebody. <laughs> but you've never been allowed on like the structure, and it is gigantic. Holy jeez. This thing's huge. And, uh, gigantic. Yeah. We're definitely gonna win. How many even building this thing? Well, I mean, old man Kachak always has crazy ideas and people figure it out, you know? Yeah, but this is like, this is like on another level, you know? This is like Death Star caliber stuff. We don't say the TS word on our planet. <laughs> <laughs> Death Star, Death Star, Death Star. Oh, Captain Rain is gonna be so cross. <laughs> Stop being a win. <laughs> like that she still that she knows her as Captain Reyna too. <laughs> if you think you're old enough to say Criff, you're old enough to hear Death Star. Well, it's not about me hearing it. It's you know insensitive. Aunt Reyna's not here, is she? Well, no. And over here is the um well not exactly sure what to call it. The two Jawas leap behind the corner. <laughs> Reyna seems to be giving a tour to somebody. They look rather dignified and important. They are two calamari. Um, and of course, bodyguarding uh, co-mayor or vice mayor Reyna is Bino. Vect, I'm not quite sure why you wanted to come out here and see it. Well, we saw it on our flight in. We thought it was very peculiar. <laughs> right, right. It is rather peculiar. That's true. Um, let's go here, and maybe I can think of a decent explanation for it. Let's go. <laughs> With all that carking people that be here. Don't say kark. Do I? Kark. This is gonna make... Uh, this is, like, way more difficult now. Ah, uh, great. And no, Bino's here. Nana. Bino's here. Bino is not gonna help us. Bino's totally gonna help us. He's not gonna help us. He's totally gonna help us. He's a narc, a straight edge, the fuzz. He works for the man, okay? Whatever minuscule microcosm of cool and awesome Bino ever had, he lost it when he took that stupid job. He's our brother. Nana. Do you know the other day he yelled at me for chewing gum in a no-gum-chewing zone? I don't think those are real. Well, it is, like, in the medical facility, which is where I was. And, yeah, I mean, he kind of had a point. I probably shouldn't, like, you know, chew gum during microsurgery. But still, like, you didn't have to, like, be a blowhard about it. Nah, nah. I'm sure Beno is still cool. Nana, you're gonna get Gager's stupid machine all gummed up. Uh, Nana, Kaz's, uh, Kaz's mom's gonna die if you spit that gum out in the wrong spot. Uh, Nana, you're not even supposed to be in here. Brother. <laughs> okay, look, let's just avoid him. Okay, we don't need him. Plus, also, he's gonna want in on our Thanksgiving win. And you don't want to share it, do you? Mm, I suppose that he and us might have different desires for a Thanksgiving wish. Yeah, see, exactly. What is, wait, what is your Thanksgiving wish? I haven't thought of it yet. What? You want to win that battle? You don't even know what you want? Then I have like 500, okay? You... Uh, did you make another list? I, 
Nah, nah, 500's too many for one list. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, okay, just promise me you won't do something lame like give your wish to mom or like also ask for a family picture. <laughs> <laughs> Nana, what would you wish for? Oh, that's easy. For everyone to leave me alone for a week. Really? Yes, really. No stupid rules. No helping out at the diner. No watching dumb shows. No going to stupid mechanics practice. No listening to Bino talk about anything ever. It would be awesome to just be left alone for a whole week. No. Okay. Come on. No. Come on, prowl girl. Tell me when to prowl. Let's go. Uh, yeah, right. As the storm passes, our huntresses resume their quarry. <laughs> I, I, I forgot some of the words. Hold on, I have a list. <laughs> no time, come on. Okay. <laughs> you enter through the front door of the facility. Um, at this point, no one's being exiled, so like a lot of the facility is sort of empty. I mean, no reason to station a person if they're not going to, um, you know use the actual machinery right so it's really just like down onto minimal power and running lights um although i assume click has a standing order to keep it ready to fire in case quote i gotta shoot a big thing at another big thing <laughs> that sounds about right wait, wait 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 so you want me to make this not only exile people but also be converted into an improvised planetary mass driver cannon at a moment's notice right I have to start over. <laughs> Tazi crumples up the blueprints. You didn't even look at my notes. He holds up a piece of paper where he sketched, like, <laughs> he, like, doodled it. Like, it basically looks like a log and then, like, a lot of lines coming out of it. And there's a couple people with sad faces. And there's, like, a rocket, too. <laughs> those are your notes? I thought those were baby Kazas. <laughs> oh, come on. Look at these. These are gold. <laughs> Why? Why is the log shooting grapes? <laughs> Those are escape pods. <laughs> Except that one. What's this? That one's a reactor. What the the thing that looks like a is that a bantha? What that one is a bantha? Yes. <laughs> Why is there a bantha? Is that for scale? Yes, it's for scale, Tazi. <laughs> Come on. You're killing me. Uh, you went this far into the project without consulting my notes? Okay, give me your stupid note. I'm going to start over. <laughs> I'll start my press conference saying that unforeseen circumstances have delayed my project. <laughs> As you walk through the main corridor of the entryway, you see there is a full-size mural of a Bantha. And uh, in a font that for some reason you translate as being sarcastic, it says for scale. <laughs> That's weird. They're bigger than I thought. <laughs> uh, Nana takes out her uh, pocket column, takes a picture of it. Let's make a good patch. Sarcastic Bantha says for scale. I love you, Sarcastic Bantha. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right. 
left, right, forward, or down. You see there's like a, a, a ladder that goes down into something. Nana, do you think down will be good? I think down is like where stuff is, right? Okay, what exactly are you looking for? Like, are you really looking for like a literal crank or just like a really important piece or something? Well, if I could do both, I feel like that'd be cool. <laughs> but I don't know if this place has a literal crank or it's that important. Yeah, okay, well, how about... Hmm. I want something cool, but not too, too, too important that mom's going to immediately recognize where I got it from. <laughs> um, I did tell you that was going to be an issue. I don't, I don't know, I guess. Okay, so like, if we get something too generic, then it won't be cool enough to win, right? Um, but if you get something generic but important, it'll be like, oh, but it... Bessie, where'd you get the unstable antimatter? And then we'll get in trouble. Cause oh man, Nana, why are you letting your sister play with antimatter? You're right, maybe we still have time to make it to the university. <laughs> no, we don't! <laughs> We're already here! <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, but... So what we need is something unique, but not, like, totally dangerous. Right. Um... Right. Uh, let, let me think. Let me think. <sighs> Let's take the bandsaw. That's just a mural, that's not even a piece. And it's too scale. Like, you can't <laughs> take a whole bantha out of here. <sighs> that sounds like a good scene. You can put a bantha on a wall, but you can't take <laughs> it out of here. <laughs> Karkin Craft. Control center. Ooh, ooh, oh, 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 oh! That's it. The firing control center. I like it. Nana, let's go. Firing controls probably up to the side. Definitely not. Down. Oh, it's definitely up. Yeah, it's definitely up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, forward, or left? Hmm. <laughs> she pulls out her compass. <laughs> 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 it points north. <laughs> That way. <laughs> All right, left it is. <laughs> you follow the corridor to the left. <clears throat> you go past all sorts of maintenance tunnels. And um, there's also on the left side, the uh, press conference room, presumably where Click would give a conference as to explain to the media why this person is being exiled. <clears throat> this turns out to be a tactical mistake because as you were entering the press conference room, you see... Um, Reyna, the two calamari, and Bino standing at the podium. Roll stealth. What am I rolling against? Two purple. Two purple. Two success and advantage and a triumph. Resi grabs Nena and you dive very carefully behind one of the seats. Uh, They have no idea you are there. And that's your successes and advantage. Pocket your triumph. Think about what you want to do with it as you take in this information. Um, So as you can see, this here... um, press conference room can transmit to the entire planet at once on all frequencies. That's why there's a very large tower as it communicates the waves outward um, (laughs) and not upward. So that would explain why there's a very large facility and it's very carefully guarded because you don't want your 
primary transmission point to be compromised. Ah, yes, that makes sense. Uh, but why only have one? You could distribute the transmission technology, and in fact, that makes a lot more sense. Well, uh, uh, the thing is about um, Mayor Click is that he likes big and bold and direct. So thus we have this tower. It's called uh, Click Tower. Well, thank you for satisfying our curiosity about this here tower. It's a very large transmission tower and nothing else. Although, I am a little bit curious about the sign that said firing control. <laughs> and the bantha for scale. <laughs> <laughs> right, those both have obvious and clear explanations which I will tell you when we arrive at the firing control center. Please follow me this way. Uh, I they feel exit like, the room. I feel like the best triumph would be that we could just follow them relatively close behind. Mm-hmm. And so, like, any of the security, like, points are still left open because of Reyna and Bino. Right. So as they're leaving, uh, what does Rezzy do to signal that they're, that they're going to prowl behind them? Uh, two fingers to her eyes, holds up her palm open towards uh, Nena, closes the fist, points a finger upward, goes in a small circle, and then does like a little claw hand. And then Nena does like a, what? Look. <laughs> and then Rezzy gets up, runs off, and Nena's like, what the? And starts following. <laughs> so you walk you can tell um, as as you're doing this that Reyna is very much taking the roundabout way of getting there. Um, first, you pass through the cafeteria, um, then the <laughs> mini museum on the construction of the uh, of, of the exile cannon, uh, where Bino is constantly like running around trying to stand in front of plaques so they can't read what it actually is. Uh, then to the exterior observation deck, then over towards the grand staircase, which then leads up towards the actual firing control center. So, um, as you can see, all the um, targeting computers in here are very useful when we are dealing with a potential planetary invasion. Um, in the event of a planetary invasion, this uh, facility converts itself into a uh, wartime configuration um, transmission depot. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, we would be creating a ragtag group of defenders uh, using various starships around them. Um, there wouldn't be a unified military link, as you would, let's say, uh, on a Mont Calamari cruiser to. Uh, unify the flight patterns of the uh, sub-fighters and all that sort of thing, so you would need to utilize uh, a central point such as this one, and um, this allows us to directly target which ships are being communicated, and so as to make sure there's no, you know, confusion. What's this lever here that says bye-bye? I'm not sure, actually. I'll have to ask Mayor Click that when he comes back. No, it's it's, it's it's the uh, end communication lever. Oh, because it um, says bye bye. And uh, uh, end, end transmission. Ah, I see. 
Our techs sure like to have their fun up here. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, um, if that's all, gentlemen, um, I think we'll be heading back now. After all, we do have an appointment to keep. Yes, uh, of course, of course. Uh, let's head back. As they're heading back, Benno stops like at the top of the stairs, looks around, like, hmm, then heads down. Where were they hiding? Hmm, that's a good question. Because I mean, my immediate like thought was like they just curled up on like a chair each, mm -hmm. but because they're small, like they don't peek over like the back of the chair if they're like hunched over. Yep. In fact, they're probably like the giant, like, you know, like the emperor's chair. Yeah. <laughs> they both swivel around. And they're like, boom, boom, they hop out. Okay. Well, um, take your pick and I'll uh, start hydro spatting or whatever. Oh, boy. I mean, the bio lever is pretty cool, right? And it's technically a crank. It is technically a crank. Then is this the right choice? Um, I mean, she's going to know where you got it from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... You know, I think that's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, you know, the great hero Zanpura, like, asked for permission from stealing from the Duros, right? Yeah, he stole. Look, I know yeah. Mom doesn't like to say it, but Jawas, we're... Jawas will steal stuff. You know, we scavenge. If they didn't want me to take it, they would have done a better job. Yeah, you know what? Uncle Jinko told me that one time. But also, like, I mean... Like, she can't get all mad about it, because that would be totally hypocritical. I mean, have you thought about, really, like, the meaning of some of those stories she's told us? Like, breaking into Imperial stuff and, like, blowing things up? That's totally technically against the law. And she has a lot of parts. Those can't all be legit. Right? And, like, like I think the Spice Wolf totally still has working weapons. I know she says it doesn't, but I'm pretty sure it does. Oh, and they're supposed to demilitarize everything, aren't they? Yeah. Totally. We're totally taking the bye-bye. Yeah. Here. Do you know how to use a hydro spanner? Griff, yes. <laughs> okay, I mean, technically, you used that correctly, but that's, like, a little bit over the top for what we're doing. Okay, just, just give the other side. Okay. <laughs> Pretty soon, you have the bye-bye lever in your possession. And she tucks it into one of her pockets. How big is it? In my head, it was like, <laughs> like huge, <laughs> you know, like because it would be click, right? It's like, how do I like? <laughs> oh yeah, you're thinking like giant slot machine kind of size. Yeah, like you know, train break. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can do that. I'm game. <laughs> uh, so do you have to like holster it like on your back? <laughs> yeah, she she has. She probably definitely like has some straps. That's supposed to be for when you're hauling out your <laughs> your kill back to camp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she doesn't use it because she hasn't really done a lot of big game hunting on, you know, such a small planet. Right. But she straps it tight. Oh, crap. I forgot to get my own Cranksgiving thing. Um, hold on. She pops up in a control panel. Well, let's see what's not important in here. Um, oh, I'll, I'll take this. She lifts up like a uh, piece of a motherboard, closes up the panel, throws it in her backpack. Nice. Okay. It's just a piece that goes, are you sure you want to do this? I mean, look, old man Kachak's never going to change his mind. 
That's very fair. But also, I'm just gonna ask you one more time, Nena. Do you want the Bantha? We can't take... It is paint on a wall. <laughs> okay, I, I just had to ask one more time. <laughs> There's no... Uh... Your grasp on reality confuses me sometimes. Can I get a copy of that picture you took? Yeah, fine, whatever. Like, ugh. Okay, now we have to figure out how to get out of here. Mm. And I'm gonna start it like this. Pull out the control. Beep. You see out the window, the probe droid's falling. Aw, uh, it didn't really explode. It just kind of fell. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's also what would have happened if I shot it in a, you know, photoreceptor. You know what? You're right. I really should put micro explosives on the, on the restraining bolts. I can write that down. Hold on. That'd be so cool. Right? Because that would have exploded right now. And then that would have been awesome. Whatever. Okay. Wait. Maybe I can hit it from here. No, no, no. Because then I'm going to look up. We have to, we need oh, to use right. the distraction to get out of here. You're, you're right. You're right. Okay. Well, they're still going to look anyway. I mean, they lost the sensor. Uh, gotcha! Boom, Bino jumps out. <laughs> ah, crap! <laughs> she pulled out her vibro plate. Rizzy, I thought you gave that back. What, my vibro blade? Yeah. Oh, come on, Rizzy. It's mine! Nana, what are you bringing her here for? I didn't bring her here, it was her stupid idea. I brought Nana. Why? Because Nana is cool. And so are you. Because you're are my you brother. Are stealing things from the exile cannon for Thanksgiving? We are scavenging, Benno. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't do that. I'm an officer of the law. I have to uphold my, uh, uphold my oath. Benno. Yeah, your oath would be totally lame. Benno, I am a Jawa, and I will scavenge. <laughs> We're supposed to scavenge from things that people don't want anymore. Didn't you listen to Mom's lessons? Do you think that maybe all of Mom's lessons can be a little... Idealized a little bit? What? No, of course not. Why? <laughs> oh, Benno. My <laughs> poor brother. I told you he was totally lame. He's not lame. He's confused. Benno! Hands up. And when he when she puts her hands up, Nana reaches over into one of the pouches, grabs a handful of pebbles, and throws them in his face. Run! <laughs> ah, pebbles to the face! <laughs> They're both running down the stairs. After being cornered by an older one of the herd, the two huntresses make their way out. <laughs> I, I hope he's not going to report us. He's going to report us. Oh my god. He's going to report us. I'm going to be so mad. No, he won't report us because he didn't catch us. Mr. Dobson, time to go. Yes, ma'am. On my way. Ooh, ooh. Can you, and next time you work on this Dobson, can you program some cool, like, sayings to use? Like, code phrases? Like, it's time for tea? Means, like, it's time to, like, get out? That kind of sophisticated infiltration programming is totally illegal, so yeah, I'm totally gonna do that. Yes, Nana! We're, 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 oh, what's the word? Um, bonding? Are you gonna say bonding? No. You know, when, like, two people work on a thing together, co- Conspiring? Collaborating! 
No, we are not. We are not collaborating. You're just my lame little sister who likes animals. Let's go. Look, Nana, you have to like animals to kill them. (laughs) (laughs) A hunter who doesn't appreciate the prey isn't a hunter at all. They're just a butcher. (laughs) I don't want to talk about your dumb animal stuff. They're not dumb. Well, some of them are. But some of them are surprisingly smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I heard the forest cat story. Let's go! Bantas are also pretty intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> the why do they keep getting captured by Tuscan raiders? It's a symbiotic relationship. What do they get out of it? Easy food and care and free dental hygiene. <laughs> You're about to... You, you're running past the uh, sarcastic Bantha. Bye, Bantha. Um, I love you. You, <laughs> you, hear, you hear Bino, like, rounding the corner going, If you don't stop, I'm going to tell Bob. And what? Admit that you couldn't catch your own sisters while you were on duty? <laughs> <laughs> Bye, loser. See you at Crank's saving dinner. If you really wanted to stop me, you'd pull your gun. I didn't bring my gun. It's not allowed during a diplomatic escort mission. I would think it was more allowed. That's lame. What if they're traitors trying to assassinate you? Use your brain, dum-dum. At least bring a knife. You can borrow mine sometime. You both crash into um, two people. <laughs> oh, well then. Um, there seem to be a couple of Jawas here. Um, bonus Jawas. Houdini? Yes. Um... <laughs> Technicians, I assume. Everything all ship shape here, technicians? Uh, I don't know. Either. And she just like double thumbs Great. up and then he raises both of her hands. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, my apologies. Uh, you know how it is. Difficult to find good help. Oh, we're just impressed that you've managed to tame Jawa to do such things. Oh boy, you're problematic, aren't you? Okay, um, let's, um, let's not engage in species dialogue and let's get on the transport. Right? Right. Um, technicians, are you heading our way? I think it might be a good idea if you were heading my way. <laughs> uh, Rezzy nods emphatically, raises both hands again. Ooh, Danny! <laughs> <laughs> Everybody shuffles on, including Bino, who's like really mad that he, that they've got to escape basically under his nose. <laughs> he glares at, the, at you two the whole time. The transport docks back at the uh, mayoral estate slash city hall. Uh, the three Jawas disembark on the other side, um, and Reina tells Bino that he can help take the technicians home if needed. So now they're all standing out awkwardly outside the city hall. You guys, I could have lost my job over this. You know, I don't think you would have. Why would you lose your job? We didn't take anything. Uh, uh, no, come on. Come on. You totally took something. No, what do you think? We're stupid? That we've already saw? We've already been seen by the cops. We're not going to then take something. Trespassing's like a level one ticket. Yeah, level one. Griff. <laughs> <laughs> Rezzy! What? Don't say those kinds of words. It's impolite. Well, how do you know them then, Bino? So that I can write tickets to people who say them. Uh-huh. 
likely story. And where were you this morning? <laughs> at work? Ah, another contradiction. I saw you at, at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to be a lawyer? Keep talking, Benno. Keep talking. I'm getting all the information I need right now. <laughs> She's like making a list. Rizzy, <laughs> just promise me you guys didn't take anything from the exile cannon. What, like steal? Yeah, did you steal anything from the exile cannon? Of course I didn't steal anything from the exile cannon. Okay, fine, cool, whatever. Let's just go home, okay? Guys, um, when I get older, am I going to say whatever all the time too? Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Nena and and um, uh, Bino look at each other confused. Like they're like, "Oh, what are you? What is she talking about?" You guys say whatever all the time. I do not. You've said it at least fifty uh, times. Hand raised. You're so annoying. <laughs> I'm medium annoying. <laughs> no, very much big game annoying. Ooh, I'll take it and put it on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> a day later you're all sitting around the thanks the cranksgiving hopper all right time to see who put things in here let's see uh oh why don't we open this one first wow look at this it's a class one hyperdrive navic computer navigation unit from a clone wars era transport hmm, i wonder who found that <laughs> Was it you? Oh yeah, that's great, hon. Uh, quite a find. Yeah, oh, sure still work. Wow, great. Uh, why don't we open the next one? Ooh, ooh, mom, mom, mom. Hold on, hold on, sweetie. We'll do yours in a second. No, now, I have a question. Oh, oh, go ahead. How can you tell if a hyperdrive works? No, it's not a hyperdrive, sweetie. It's just a Navi computer. Oh, okay. You can tell because it's still full of classified but out of date uh, Clone Wars battle data. Oh. Whatever you do, don't tell your Uncle Clark about it because he still is having difficulty comprehending the Clone Wars. Anyway, let's open the next one. Um, ah, a piece from our coffee maker. Again. <laughs> Good one, Zell. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you know. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> you know, darling, it would be a little more exciting if you put more work into it. Well, you know, Jawas don't go around fighting rancors, do they? <laughs> uh, who am I to fight the queen of the tournament of... <laughs> huh? <laughs> Not... oh, yeah, I- I'm sure they can, sweetie. That's uh, the point. <laughs> Oh, what about you, the queen of the tournament of trash? What am I supposed to do? Okay, now give me that back. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see what's in this one. Oh, um, actually, what is this, Spino? Uh, ah, well, um, actually, it's, uh, well, you, uh, I mean, that's probably not, not something I should admit being an officer of the law, but, uh, actually, a, a piece I took out of, uh, the mayor's trash can. <laughs> oh. You mean, is this from Click's trash can? Yeah, yeah. I saw him throw it in there, like, you know, right before he left on his journey. I figured, well, the mayor must have some very important pieces. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sure he does. Um this is a this is an empty can that he seems to have squished. <laughs> but but you know that that, that was good. You, you could probably fashion a crank out of it. But now were, um, were you thinking were you planning for cranks giving that far back? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, it was, I thought it was no, it looked important. It looked so shiny and yeah, that part over there lights up. What part? Um, right here. Like if you, where's the part that lights up? Wait, hold was on. Was it a reflection? I could have sworn it lit up. <laughs> hold on. I think it was a reflection from okay. your photoreceptor. I think it was a reflection from your eyes. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see. Um. What about this one? Huh? A redundancy calculator. What? It's a redundancy calculator. Big deal. Well, yeah, but why did you? Where did you get this? I don't know. I just like scavenge it. Okay. You, you tampered with it. You, you changed it. So it's just scavenged anyway. Who cares if I changed it? Look, it's just a Thanksgiving thing. Just, just, just like put it in the pile with the coffee maker. No, the coffee maker works fine. <laughs> huh? Wait, Nana, this is more efficient. How did you do that? What? It's not a big deal. Huh. Dude. Well, okay. Well, the, the important thing is it's time for uh, Rezzy's very first Cranksgiving offering. Now, you know, Rezzy, the, the first one's not always the best one, but it's still going to be important. Zell, come take the picture. Right, right. Hold on. It's definitely going to be important. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What's your first cre- Huh? The, 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 the bye-bye lever? From the exile cannon? It says bye-bye. <laughs> Pino's like, like, Ugh. And then he's like looking around like, I hope they don't figure it out. I hope they don't figure it out. Where did you get this? I scavenged it. You scavenged it from the exile cannon. Well, yeah. I mean, parts don't just end up in the desert. They're usually complete whole things, and you take the parts you want from them. So you brought an interesting piece of historical importance as an actual crank. Wow, you know what? I hate to admit it, but Rezzy, I think you've won Cranksgiving. Hooray! Yeah, congratulations, Rezzy. Well, um, as is Cranksgiving tradition, you will now announce what you want the family to do, and then we'll eat the Zonpon. I want Nana to have a week off! <laughs> huh? What? Huh? Huh? What, what do you mean a week off? From everything. Look, Nana works really hard. Not just here, but like, you know, she does a lot of, you know, work for school and the mechanics lessons and everything. And Nana's really cool. And really smart. And she doesn't need it all the time, and, you know, she needs a break. I'll cover her shifts at the cafe, though. Huh. Um. Oh. Is he? Then it hugs her. <laughs> oh. And with that ending of a touching Cranksgiving scene, we come to the end of our episode. Happy American Thanksgiving. Happy very late Thanksgiving to the Canadians. 
And uh, to all of our friends across the pond and around the world, happy regular Thursday. (laughs) So, did I do anything that surprised you? I mean, the whole thing was a surprise and a delight. (laughs) Um, From the moment where I, you picked, you picked the youngest Jawa, which surprised me. And then when you sent the character sheet over this afternoon and it said big game hunter, (laughs) I was like, hmm, all right, I guess we're in for a treat. And we were. (laughs) Yeah, it took me about 10 minutes to think of the idea and build the sheet. (laughs) (laughs) well i'm sure nena and rezzy will make an appearance again someday along with tazi and the rest of her family hands raised but until then um i hope the rest of you are doing well out there please stay safe please uh you know do your part in the fight against covid um and uh you know uh yeah that's it that's all i got Till next time, may the force be with you. Happy Crankmas. Cranksgiving. Thanks, miss. <laughs> Cranksgiving. <laughs> oh, he said Cranksgiving 84 times. You go Cranksgiving. Hey, you said again. Thanksgiving once, and then you changed it. Yeah, but that's a reasonable. Dis- okay, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit stop. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs>